0: Welcome back listeners of Radio Maria. We are delighted to be back with you all for this month's episode of The Art of Faith, where today we will share a piece of art with you, discuss its meaning and reflect on what we can see, how it makes us feel and how we can use it to grow our friendship with God. My name is Olivia and everyone else will now introduce themselves. Hello everyone, my name is David. Welcome back everyone, my name is Eliza. Hello everyone, my name is Hubert. Hello everyone, my name is Shekinah.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Mrs. Killian. I'm the deputy head.
2: And my name is Deacon Ewing, and I'm the special guest.
0: Before we begin, I would like to say a special thanks to Mrs. Clare and the school choir for opening our show today.
1: Thank you Olivia. So as Olivia has said we are a group of children from St Joseph's Catholic Primary School in Luton and one of our keen interests is looking at religious art and linking it to scripture. So today we are going to share um, a piece that we have all chosen together that we have looked at and as part of our work today you will hear a description of the art and our personal reflections, how it speaks to us. We'll then have a short break And after the break, we will share our prayers and some um, scripture that we have chosen. Special mention as we start to Mrs. Cloud and the choir, um, who have introduced our program today. And for all um, the listeners at home, you may view the picture that we are going to, the piece of art that we are going to share with you on our school website, but also on the Radio Maria website too.
0: The artwork today is by an artist called Fra Angelico, and as we begin this tourist season of Advent, we have chosen his piece titled The Annunciation. In our preparation for today's show, we researched Fra Angelico and found out that he was an Italian artist who was born in 1395. That's close to 700 years ago. He was a Dominican friar, meaning he belonged to a male religious order, so he was a holy man. Did you know that he changed his name from Guido to Fra Giovanni, meaning Brother John? He finishes his painting, The Annunciation, in 1426, and it hangs in the Museo del Prado in Madrid, Spain. Listeners can view this image by visiting the Radio Maria website. So,
1: as we begin our description of the piece, you can see that we discuss there being two main sections. The left side is set as the Garden of Paradise, and we discuss that we know this because we can see Adam and Eve. Not only in an Adam and Eve, but the wonderful luscious gardens and um, with clear vegetation. On the right, there appears to be an entrance to a traditional Jewish home, and in the front, a porch with built columns and arches made of grey stone.
0: We would like to start with the left-hand side of the Garden of Paradise. Fra Angelica has painted a detailed garden with vivid colours of green reds oranges and yellows it appears to be truly blooming cascading above is a bright blue sky in the top left an illuminating sun shines brightly from the corner of the piece and extends into a wonderful ray of light which shines directly onto a lady sitting on a porch on closer inspection there's There appears to be a a pair of hands outstretched towards this woman. We believe these belong to God and his love outstretching towards the woman we know as Mary. Dressed in a striking royal blue gown, the mother of Jesus. In contrast to this brightness, there are two characters standing in the middle of the Garden of Paradise who are painted in grey. We believe that these characters are Adam and Eve and Fra Angelico has purposely chosen not to add colour because we know that they turned away from God when they ate the forbidden fruit in the garden. Fra Angelico might be telling the viewers through his of colour that when we turn away from God, our lives have less colour. In our discussions, we believe that they look remorseful and quite sad. Above them appears to be an angel sent by God, wearing red. could this be the devil who they were tempted by we considered that this might mean that god is still watching over them and that it is never too late for them to turn back to him and say sorry moving across to the right-hand side of the painting mary appears to be sitting outside her home with a book her home in the background is painted very simply there is an open doorway and a simple wooden brown bench this is not the type of home we would expect the mother of christ to live in, however, Frau Angelico is showing that she was a simple, ho- ho- humble, lonely maiden. She sits with her head bowed outside her home whilst the angel Gabriel appears before her. We know that she must have been shocked to see such a presence. However, a calmness appears across her face and her arms folded across her chest. We believe that she is suggesting that she is not worthy of such a task. We know from scripture that the angel Gabriel was telling her that God has chosen her to be the mother of his most precious son, a gift to the world. If you look at the sun, you presume, it's giving a strobe of light, but also if something's coming out of it. We believe our hands. But if you also look at the col- columns, inside them are, we presume is God. And I have a question for you. If- Think about it over time. Imagine how God could go to more than one place. Imagine how you would be if you could do that.
1: Oh, Eliza, thank you for that. I think there were lots of little details that we pointed out when we were looking at the painting together. Um, and I don't know, Deacon Eric, if there's anything that you've seen that maybe we haven't described um, for the listeners at home
2: I think I'm quite fascinated by the image on the left-hand side because the colors there are very sort of four specific colors we the, the vegetation has the palm and the palm can represent the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and then we also have the colors the red does the the red um fruit which could again signify the passion and crucifixion and then seeing Adam and Eve Uh, walk away all dejected as we were discussing in our conversation just before we went live on air. Uh, It it was a very interesting piece. And yet that whole section just makes up one third of the whole image because the most important part of the image that Fra Angelico is trying to pass on to us is the fact of the, the grace that God is giving to Mary as she receives the message from the Archangel Gabriel.
1: Thank you, Deacon Eric, and that's really important because that's something we talked about this morning just in our Advent services as we um, prepare for this special season, the the coming of Christmas, and I think that in our discussions, children, there was so much to unpick in that painting, isn't there? There's there's lots of, of messages and lots of symbolism, so we're going to take a few moments to share how we feel about that personally. And one of the things that struck me when we were working together on this piece was that Fra Angelico has painted Mary, and her face is very calm. And she must have been very scared, but the calmness is very clear. And for me, I think that that means that what Fra Angelico has shown, that she's accepted God's quest. She's accepted that mission. And she was at peace. And I think that's really interesting. Shekinah?
0: How this picture makes me feel, if you look in the middle of the three columns, you can see a face that's been carved into the wall. We we assume this is God, and this reminds me that God is always with us, watching us to help, to guide us. I feel like this teaches me to always trust in God, because as you can see, if you can see the picture in front of you, you can see Mary's calm and she's trusting in God. So, and good things were headed for her. But if you look at Adam and Eve, they didn't trust in God and they didn't listen to what he said. So they should turn back to him and say so. I know this is different timelines, but maybe from Angelico thinks that Adam and Eve could learn off Mary because obviously God picked Mary for a reason. She was kind. She believed. So maybe they need to learn something. This is a lesson. Linking back to earlier scripture when Isaiah predicted how the Messiah would be, he said that he would be a prince, the prince of peace. But as you can see, God has chosen not a wealthy woman, but a woman who is kind in heart, and who knows to follow God. If you look at Mary's face, you can see she was calm, but I also think she felt like, what if my best isn't enough uh, to take care of such an important baby? And what if I can't complete this mission? And I also think, if you look closely at the background, Mary's living in a very simple house, There's not much decoration, there's just a wooden bench. So it shows that God didn't just choose like the most expensive person to give his son to. He chose a deserving person and a simple person to give his son to. I feel like if I was married, I'd feel like everything is like in my head. I can't feel one thing. I have to feel like sad, worried, Angry, curious, everything at once. Building on what David said, I, Jesus was a king for everyone. He wasn't just a king for like the rich and powerful. And um, if you if you think back to his birth, you realize like the shepherds who were like very like they they don't have like the most money. They were the first ones to visit him and see him. When you look closely at the image, the the angel Gabriel, which is talking to Mary, is much different from the angel behind Adam and Eve. We we presume that this might be the devil, but we're not sure because, as you can see, angel Gabriel's face is way more vibrant. But when you look at but when you look at the back um, and the other angel behind Adam and Eve. Their face is dull. If you peer closely, you can see that Adam and Eve look scared and remorseful because they didn't turn back.
1: I think, children, actually what you're doing is you're unpicking and and linking it to scripture and and, and your knowledge and your beliefs. And I think that's really important. And one of the things that's coming out to me through your discussions is the humanity behind Mary and the humanity behind Adam and Eve we all do things that are wrong sometimes don't we and as Olivia said it's about turning back to God and I absolutely agree Eliza that, that you know Mary must have been feeling so many emotions at this enormous enormous task um, and I think that that just reminds us that we too are faced with difficulty to, and challenges at times aren't we and and it's sometimes not easy to always take the right path but actually we know that we've got gods with us.
0: Eliza. Building up on what Hubert said, I think the angel, the creature behind Adam and Eve isn't angel, because diversity, we're all diverse, we're not all the same, everything's different.
2: I think on the depiction, you may be, you may be right. Um, the angel does appear to have a halo, and certainly in Renaissance art, um, if if it was a godly creature, then it, it would have had a halo, as you can see from the depiction of Our Lady and also the Archangel Gabriel. I think some of what you said was so interesting, children, because you can see from the image that Adam and Eve are very despondent because they are, they are being moved away because of the choices they made. They are moving away from God's love. And the important thing to remember is that after they left the garden and they were hiding because they were so embarrassed, God came looking for them. So it's a very good depiction of no matter how we can turn away from God, God will never, ever turn away from us. And the love and the glory that God can show to us and the grace that he can give us is clearly depicted in the image because you can see the ray of light, the Holy Spirit coming down upon our Blessed Lady, and the vibrancy of the colour in the right-hand side of the picture, which far outweighs the the dullness of the left-hand side when we see Adam and Eve feeling very dejected.
0: Thank you for that, Deacon Eric. After the break, our pupils of St. Joseph Catholic Primary School will continue to share their poems, prayers and scripture they feel that might have inspired the artist. Welcome back to the Art of Faith, where we, the pupils of St. Joseph Catholic Primary School in Luton, are sharing our thoughts and reflection on Fra Angelico's The annunciation Before we carry on, I want to, we need to reintroduce ourselves. I'm Eliza. I'm with Hubert, Shakila, David and Olivia, and the lovely Deacon Eric and Mrs. Killian. Okay, back on, sc- back on topic. Before the break, we described the image and shared how it makes us feel and the links to our faith journey.
1: Welcome back, listeners of Radio Maria. The children have chosen some pieces of scripture to share with you that they feel truly inspired the artist, for Angelico, for his painting, The Annunciation. And we're going to start with Eliza and Hubert.
0: i from the Gospel of Luke. Lord, I to you, O Lord. Lord in the sixth month of elizabeth's pregnancy god sent the angel gabriel to a town in galilee named nazareth he had a message for a young woman promised in marriage to a man named joseph who was a descendant of king david her name was mary the angel came to her and said peace be with you the lord is with you and has greatly blessed you mary was deeply troubled by the angel's message and she wondered what his words meant the angel said to her don't be afraid mary god has been gracious to you you will become pregnant and give birth to a son and you will name him jesus he will be great and will be called the son of the most high god the lord god will make him a king as his ancestor david was and he will be the king of that descendants of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary said to the angel, I am a virgin. How then can this be? The the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and God's power will rest upon you. For the reason the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. Remember, your relative Elizabeth, it is said that she could not have children, but she herself is now six months pregnant. Even though she's very old, there is nothing that God cannot do. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. My heart praises the Lord. My soul is glad because of God my Saviour. For now he has remembered me, his lowly servant. From now on, all people call me happy because of the great things the mighty God has done for me. My name is holy, and from one generation to another, he shows mercy to those who honour me. He has stretched out his mighty arm and scattered the proud with all their plans. I have chosen the scripture because it explains how Mary was loyal to God, was very simple and humble. It says in Luke 1.15, Verse 51, he has stretched out his mighty arm. This shows that Mary was also, also have confidence that God is with her on her journey.
2: Thank you, Shekinah.
1: And that was a lovely piece.
2: The readings from the Gospel of Luke are very telling because they show quite specifically that God chose Mary because Mary was a very special person. And while she had the choice to say no to God, God had prepared her by filling her full of grace in order to receive our Lord Jesus Christ and to carry him and to become the mother of God himself. It was essential that a special person be chosen. And therefore, we always need to remember that Mary was that exceptionally Uh, exceptional person and very precious to the world and she is the second eve and it reflects back into the image that we discussed earlier um, how fray angelico had the initial eve and then obviously the new eve in the form of our lady thank you deacon eric
1: we're going to come towards the end of our radio programme today, but before we leave, we have got some prayers and some reflections to share with our listeners. So I'd like to invite Olivia to share her poem that she has written based on the piece of art that we have been looking at today.
0: In Advent, we hope, it does get hard. Sometimes we go down a slippery slope. But if we believe and do not deceive, we can become like you O not I have written this because I think it links to Adam and Eve that we can always turn back even if we've had a hard time.
1: Thank you, Olivia, that's beautiful. Um, And David, I know you would like to share your prayer with us.
0: In the name of the Father, and of the the Son, Son, and of the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit, Amen. Amen. Lord, please help us stay on your path and not to stray away. Even if life is busy, help us to find some time to speak to you. Please help us be like you more and more every day of our lives. Amen.
3: Amen.
0: Amen. would you like to
1: share your prayer with us now?
0: I have created this prayer for the people who are alone and can't spend Christmas with another person. Dear God, as we wait for you, your son, to come back this Advent, we ask that... You bring joy to the saddest of places, light to the darkness and bring kindness to hearts so they don't end up like Adam and Eve, but draw closer to God. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Eliza. So that brings this episode of the Art of Faith to a close. We hope that the listeners of Radio Marias and their families have enjoyed our reflection during this Advent season. Um, We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Thank you to the children for their work and their preparation and um, today, and um, for our program, and a special thank you to Deacon Eric from our parish, our local parish of St. Joseph's. And um, thank you very much, Deacon Eric, for coming and joining us today. Uh, finally, we thank God for our gifts and talents and for always enabling us to do His work here on earth. And we will finish with our choir and Mrs. Clad.